Hello, guys. Katie Day with the Movement of Texas team. We're here with another episode of the Movement of Texas podcast. We are um, going to dig into some awesome stuff this week. I've got some fun guests. Here we go. Allison and Andrea, what is up? What's up? Hey. How are y'all? We're good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I spent a lot of time with you today, Andrea. So uh, for those of you that may not, or for those people out in the world that may not know you, Allison, who are you and what do you do? I'm Allison with the Mortgage Collective. I am standing in for Paige Bellman, who is a regular guest. I'm actually borrowing her desk, so it's great for all of us. Um, and I'm a loan officer here on our team. I feel like you probably have had just almost as many appearances as Paige, so I wouldn't even say standing in at this point. You, know, you may have just replaced <laughs> well, hey, her. We'll I'm see. honored. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Andrea, who are you? What do you do? I am Andrea Sanchez. And I sell houses. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So we're just going to dig right in. Um, what all have you been seeing in the in the the real estate market here over the past like week or two? Uh, Andrea, Allison, any thoughts? Um, I have noticed recently, you know, home sales have gone down a little bit. They started to decrease. But within the past two weeks, things are picking up. Um, open houses are starting to get busier. You know, there were times when maybe one to two people would trickle into an open house over the weekend. This weekend, I stepped into an open house where there were four people in the house at once. Um, yeah. And I've noticed my clients, you know, I'm starting to hear from my clients that I've been working with off and on throughout the year. Now they're ready to pick it up, get prepared for 2023 and start the year off with a bang. Allison, have you guys been seeing the same thing on, on the mortgage side when people are finding that money to pay for those homes or what are, what are y'all seeing on your side? Yeah. So I think that uh, anytime we see um, sensationalist news with interest rates dipping, um, it typically prompts us as a human culture. We're all very herd-like. So it's like, oh, interest rates are better. So suddenly that push to get out there to open houses uh, spikes up again. Obviously new construction and end of year those discounts and deals are super, super favorable. So we are seeing that space get a ton of traction as yeah. builders are trying to build out, uh, just close out their year. So lots of good activity as of honestly, the past couple of weeks. Well, and I also feel like, um, I don't know about y'all, but for Houston specifically, it warmed up the past week. Mm -hmm. It was very cold and rainy. And I know like I was talking to sellers and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, we're good on price. We're good on this. We had this many inquiries online. We had this many views. I was like, but like it was 45 degrees and raining. So no one came to the open house despite us having hot chocolate. You know, they're like, ah, yeah, that makes sense. You know? And so this past weekend it did rain a little bit in some parts of, of Houston, but like it was warm. Right. And so I feel like that does play a part into, you know, our, our sensitive uh, dispositions here in the greater Houston area in yes. you know December seeing 70 degree weather is a okay in my book. Agreed. Oh, yeah. So the first thing I wanted to dig into was an interesting article that I saw that was a um, basically homeowner survey done this fall by a company called Point and what they Point homeowner survey and what they said was that nearly one third of homeowners would still plan to tap into their home equity despite rising interest rates and so interest rates have been you know the highest since back in like 2002. Half of homeowners who considered a loan against their home are still moving forward with that, according to research. Um, you know, inflation obviously impacts American households. 
And what they're saying is that many people are doing that, you know, to have access to cash um, and things like that. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of different options as far as home equity, right? We've seen a lot of appreciation over the past two years here in the greater Houston area and across the United States. So people have a bunch of money in their homes. Allison, what are some like ways in which you've seen people kind of tapping into that equity? Yeah. So I think the most favorable way for consumers right now to tap into equity is probably a home equity line of credit. Okay. Um, typically, those interest rates are more favorable than what we see on like a typical cash out refinance where you're restructuring the entire loan um, to, to get access to that equity versus a home equity line of credit is outside of your mortgage. And those interest rates are usually flat or fixed. Um, so right now, I think interest rates on those are sitting around five and a half to six percent. So um, they're a little bit more favorable than what we would see on a cash out refinance, which is obviously peaking over that seven percent mark. Um, and it does let you pull out a kind of chunks as needed. Um, yeah. And we are seeing, I mean, to this uh, article's point, really, it just comes down to allowing people the flexibility to pay their bills comfortably without maybe uh, sacrificing their lifestyle, letting their home go, needing to sell or do anything like that. And there's such an excess of equity. We're in an equity rich uh, country right now. So why not have a little bit of cushion and comfortability? Yeah. Well, let's say on here, 61% of homeowners have considered taking out a HELOC or refinancing their home over the past 12 months. 35% of those are no longer going to do it because of the interest rates. So obviously, you know, if you were looking at a a 4% interest rate and now it's at seven, doesn't necessarily make sense, but there's $29 trillion of home equity as of Q2 of this year, according to the St. Louis Fed. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of money tied up in those properties. Um, This was just showing some of the like monthly mortgage costs you know, last year versus this year. Um, so last year, the month, average monthly mortgage cost was, you know, $1,212 and now it's $1,900. And it's showing just in kind of the major cities across the country, Dallas probably being the closest to us as far as prices, you know, going from thirteen to $2,100. Right. And I, I, I would assume that that's principal and interest only. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would well, love, lovely. yeah, I would love a, um, you know, average home payment of $1,300. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, people are making up the difference if they're not going to access that equity by cutting back on expenses, personal loans, increasing their credit card debt, things like that. Yeah. And so it is kind of a more favorable option, especially when you look at the contrast of like ultimately taking out more debt. If you're setting higher interest rates on those credit cards, maybe taking a slightly higher home equity uh, line of credit, um, interest rate could be that much better than, you know, maxing out credit cards or taking on new debt. Yeah. Well, let's say like, what would you do with 50K if you had it? Most people are saying home improvement projects, but some people are saying paying off existing debt. And so I guess that's the one thing that I would say is like, you know, say you had a hundred thousand dollars worth of credit card debt at a 20 plus percent interest rate, then it may make sense to refi your home to be able to pay that off and have your home payment be at 8% or 7% then, you know, having that 20% credit card, but like, that's something I assume, Allison, that you guys would kind of talk through with them yeah. of, you know, figuring that out. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, you don't really want to take out the money to invest it or start um, potentially start a business. But the, the biggest thing I think is the home improvement projects. And then obviously, if you're, you know, in some sort of crippling debt, um, you know, using a home, your home equity could be 
helpful, helpful there. Yeah. All right. Moving on to real estate. Houston Agent Magazine posted this, that Texas is one of the most popular states for international buyers. Is this something that surprises y'all or no? No, not at all. Um, so we rank up there with Florida, California, and then Texas. We're, so we're third at 8% of home purchaser international home buyers. Um, and that was about almost 8,000 sales in the United States, almost $60 billion. Um, and But home prices or home purchases internationally decreased in the States this year, it says, by about 8%. Does it mention where um, where they were coming from, like some of the locations? Uh, the report also noticed that Texas is the number one location for buyers from Mexico. Okay. Um, international buyers from Europe jumped by 14% this year. Saw my our buddy Misha gave a little thumbs up, our, our European friend. Um, 27% of the internationally ho- um, sold homes in the state. Um, let's see. Yeah, nothing, nothing too um, surprising there. But I, just, I, mm-hmm. I found it interesting. You know, I think that we know that um, New York and New Jersey are obviously popular with international buyers, and then you know the southern states as well. There. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting things happening both in Cyprus and in Fort Bend County. And so, what I wanted to share was that. Last week, they announced that Long Lake bought almost 500 acres next to Bridgeland wow. out in Cyprus for a new community. Where is that at? Okay, so John Paul Landing Park. So just, what, north of the Grand Parkway, it looks like. Yeah, so 99's over here in the back. Bridgeland's right here. Okay. Huh. That is going to be a massive community. So, Yeah. Bridgeland's getting a new neighbor in an off-market deal. Long Lake Limited purchased 494 acres across the street from Bridgeland's western edge to develop a residential community. Um, it's across from West Road. Uh, or it's across West Road from Paul D. Rushing Park and Katie Hockley Cricket Grounds and oh. across Katie Hockley Road from John Paul Landing Park at the southern tip of Prairie Land. Bridgeland's third village, which just opened up last spring. Um, it's three miles west of the Grand Parkway. So yep. the map doesn't give you. So this is Grand Parkway. We're west. Hmm. Um, Do they mention when they expect to break ground? On a that? very long time from now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they move pretty quickly. No, let's see. Um, Katy Prairie area is attracting a lot of interest from developers. Long Lake builds in at least 26 communities here in the greater Houston area. No. There's another one it mentioned, um, Beacon Hill. So that is a new community out here in the Waller area. It's, It's interesting to see how this area is starting to tie. It's starting to come together because Waller, Hockley, it was so rural just like two years ago. Super. Now you've got Bridgeland that started to expand, you know, on that side of the Grand Parkway. You've got um, Beacon Hill, which is a little bit further north going into like in Waller. And then there's a lot of new communities that are popping up in that area. So there's going to be a lot of growth overall in this area within the next few years. And so just just to give you guys some some reference here, we've got 610, right? And Houston. So it's Houston proper. 
-hmm. right? And then we come out to eight, right? That's the, the outer loop. Then we've got 99, which I've got to zoom out even further here for that. 99 is the big, big loop, right? Yeah. Grand Parkway. And then Cyprus, you know, we kind of all know Cyprus, Bridgeland. This is what we're talking about here. So it's west of Bridgeland and then Hockley and then Waller, right? Yeah. So it's interesting to see, you know, things continue to push out to Waller yeah. um, and Hockley mm -hmm. and all that. I mean, I would almost argue too, like, I, like Andre, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you that like Hockley's way more, um, you know, populated and, and all the things I know, like, you know that, but like, I mean, Hockley, there's still a lot of land out there too. There is, there is quite a bit of land, um, but it's, it's starting to develop just really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, soon, soon enough. Prairie View and Cypress are going to be connected in some way, like very soon. So yeah, there's a Bucky's here. This is Waller. This is 290. Oh, you're, I'm not on the wrong screen. Hold on. Here we go. So this is the Long Lake Limited Beacon yep. Hill that you're talking about. So um, yeah, six miles east of Hempstead, the first master plan community in Waller County. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's six miles east of Hempstead. Like Hempstead's here. That's not far, right? Nope. So I mean we're going to continue to see it to push out. And like, I mean, when, if we zoom out even further, like we're almost to Brenham. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely interesting to see. I mean, and really like long Lake and, and you know, all that being the first master plan community in this area, like it's going to be one of many, right. Mm -hmm. Like more will come, um, you know, as they continue to build. So yeah. it's a 564 master plan community. And then Beacon Hill, next to Beacon Hill, I've started to see the signs being out in that general area. Um, there's another community that's going to have some more of the well-known builders. The David Weekly Homes has a community that they're building in that area. So there's so many things that are just popping up that I've seen even within the past couple of months. Yeah. Crazy. For wow. sure. Um, no, I mean, I think that it's going to continue to um, expand. I think having 99 is helpful. So if people you know, work in different areas, they are able to, you know, come down to 90. And instead, you know, before you'd have to come in from, you know, Cyprus and further out, say you say you lived in Hempstead, you'd have to come all the way down to 90 to get to Highway 6 or Beltway 8 to then get down to the Energy Corridor, or to get yeah. down to Fort Bend County, or to get wherever you need to go. Now you can hit 99 and take that up to the Woodlands and Spring or down to, to Cinco Ranch, Katy, Fort Bend. Like, it's definitely... Um, interesting to see how 99 has impacted i think you know the development that that far out absolutely interesting all right so i saw this on the houston chronicle page and i'm sure allison gave a little you know clap for this fort bend <laughs> county is becoming an economic powerhouse does it even need houston do we? Do we even need Houston? Sugarland, the largest city in the county, is at the forefront of the transformation of Fort Bend from a bedroom community revolving around Houston to an economic powerhouse in its own right. For years, the county has built itself as Greater Houston's finest address, Whoa. emphasizing its suburban lifestyle of single-family homes, manicured parks, and well-lit sidewalks. But other attributes, its highly educated population, business-friendly political landscape, affordable housing, and access to institutions such as the University of Houston at Sugarland are attracting major employers such as um, oil field services company Schlumberger, Floor, 
and Texas Instruments, as well as entrepreneurs. Oh, man, this is way long. I thought this was a shorter caption. God, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> employment in Sugarland jumped 14% from 2015 to 2020, twice the national rate, even as its population grew by less than 2%, according to a workforce analysis by Ernst & Young. It's yet another sign of the community's growth as a commercial center. Fort Bend is one of the fastest growing counties in America and arguably the most diverse. It ranks among the state's leaders in median household income and educational attainment. There you go. Well, that was a mouthful. Well, well-lit streets. Or Not really sure. <laughs> sidewalks. Not really sure why I need to pull up this article now because I probably just read it all to you. But um, <laughs> as we, as we, wh what are your initial thoughts? It's exciting. I mean, it's crazy because we're just talking about growth and in, in those areas next to Bridgeland. But there was a point when uh, I I remember there being great wood and then a really, really long stretch of road until you got to the prison in Fort Bend County. Like yeah. there was no development in that space. And so over the years, even in my time living here in Houston and in Fort Bend County, the growth has been insane and you don't really see the contrast until you look back and at how much we've grown since then. Um, but yeah, it's, it's becoming a favorable spot because obviously decent schools um, and lots of growth out in that space still to come, honestly. Well, and I think it's similar to when we talk about Waller and Hockley and, you know, Hempstead, like, I mean, we're soon going to be seeing stuff popping up this far out, right? Like, because I remember one like driving out to Fulcher. Like, I mean, and I, I've only been here for 10 years, right? Like, you guys are both from here, but like driving out to Fulcher, you'd be like, well, why are you going there? Like, what's there, right? Or like, yeah. you know, you'd be going to show a home out in Rosenberg or Richmond and you'd be like, ah, like, great. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know. I, it's still kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, great woods down here. And like, I think, um, yeah, I don't know what I think. We've just been like, honestly, probably 10 to 15 years ahead of where ultimately Hempstead and all that area is going to grow out to be. And so it's always exciting for me because it does just bring opportunity for all these relocation buyers and just giving people a contrast of their experience in Houston. Like that's the beauty of Houston. It's not just this Metroplex city and um, there's everything here. Um, and so if you enjoy that suburban rural lifestyle, um, some of us enjoy it. It's a nice place. Um, <laughs> then you're only going to get that in those spaces. So it's, it's cool to have options. Well, this is Sugarland um, town center. A Zumba class, I guess, that they have on a weekly basis. They do have um, Zumba. They have goat yoga. They have uh, <laughs> some fun activities. Great family activities. Um, and so this is this part of the article is what I, I literally just read. But um, let's see what else. So, yeah, it was at 35 or 350,000. Now it's at 900,000. Wow. Except yeah. expects the population to double more than double by one to 1. 1.8 million by 2050. Wow. I mean, that's those people live in Siena. So <laughs> one thing, so from the real estate perspective, one thing that um, 
a lot of people will talk about is like people want new construction in mm -hmm. Fort Bend. And like, really, when you look at Fort Bend, like there's not a ton of new construction. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Sugarland itself, like you're not going to buy a new construction home in Sugarland. No, definitely no. not. I mean, and, and it's always interesting when like a new community pops up because it's like that thing. Um, when it was like Aliana or Harvest Green or Veranda. Yeah. And I mean, Veranda still has some space, but those uh, developments don't pop up, uh, you know, every day. But when yeah. they do, I mean, they sell quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got to be in another Fort Bend community, but then it's like, are you in the school or the zip code that you want to be in? So I think there's a lot of uh, give and take for people that are looking to move to Fort Bend County. That was yeah. interesting as well as highlighting the the stat, 22% Asian, 21% African American, 24% Latino. Mm -hmm. Like so diverse, you know, and then 29% white, right? So it's like <laughs> literally all like, it's like, it's like a quarter of everyone, you know? A melting pot. Yes, it is. At one point, we outpaced diversity in New York City, which was interesting because you feel like New York City was the most diverse. I think Houston as a whole still is like, I think we speak Outpaced. more languages or something like that than um, in New York or like, like in, in any other city or something like that. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Fort Bend has more than 17,000 employers. Up fifty percent from twenty fifteen. So yeah, I mean everything's everything's going Sugarland, man. This is crazy. Hey, I'm about a ten minute drive from Sugarland, y'all. So if you want to relocate out there, we can be friends. I have a pool. It's great. <laughs> there are cows out there. If you like cows, if you like looking at cows. Very very um, helpful information, Allison. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for, for that. having me. Yeah, goat yoga cows. <laughs> I, you know, very, very much appreciated. Um, you know, <laughs> we have one sushi restaurant out in Richmond, Rosenberg. It's called Ninja Sushi, and it's real good, y'all. What's the one? What's the sushi restaurant? Um, keeper, or keepers, or oh, keepers, yeah, off of Highway Six. Yeah. See, I know, I know my stuff. Chef's kiss on that recommendation, Katie Day. Hey. She's Miss Fort Bend. She's coming for my title. Don't let her fool you. She <laughs> loves it out there. Me? <laughs> Y'all are crazy. All right. I would die if I ever so as, let's 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 rein this back in to 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 you know su summarize the day. Um, Andrea, what's your number one advice for home sellers today? Oh, we've got to price it accordingly. Let's go with what the market supports and marketing 100%. You've got to trust your agent with the marketing to get it done. Price it accordingly and let's get the marketing out there. All right. And as far as marketing, if your agent's just telling you they're going to put in an MLS and let buyers come to the property, there's far more that can be done. Make sure they're doing professional photography. Make sure they're doing video. Make sure that they are running ads online that are targeted to home buyers in the area. Um, and we can dig into more if you're thinking about selling in the greater Houston area. Allison, what is your number one advice to a buyer in today's market? Um, don't let the interest rates scare you. I know they're higher, but ultimately in any market cycle, it always comes down to strategy. And there are 
tools and solutions and resources out there right now to help curve those interest rates and make home ownership that much more attainable. I would completely agree. Um, I think that's also why it is so important to talk to a trusted lender and have those conversations because as things go up and as things go down, um, you know, Allison and her team are able to advise you on like, yeah, like, let's get you locked in. It's time to buy. Um, or like, no, you should probably wait because, you know, it's not the right time. So, um, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sweet. All right, y'all. Well, thank you guys for joining. Appreciate all of the talk about farm animals and real estate knowledge. Always much appreciated. Gang, gang. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Bye.